come with us. When you wish upon a star. Come and remember the magic. Disney, your podcast for everything about Disney in the 90s. I'm your host, AJ Minotti, joined by my brothers, Mike Minotti. Hello. And Chris Minotti. Hello. Hey, howdy, hey. Thank you. I was like, hey. There it is. See, now now you're obligated. Yes, I have to You're committed. I'm forced into it. So, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. We're very excited. We have all new recording equipment that that, uh, hopefully I'm not going to break. Ooh. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We have new mics. We got some new interfaces. It's this very is, exciting. This is just all from your new job. No, no. Only one part is. Ah, okay. The, the, the expensive one. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine Hence that. why we're doing what we're doing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So, 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 welcome. We are very excited to talk about one of my favorite topics of 90s Disney history. And, Chris, it's your turn. What are we talking about this? This is probably one of all of our favorite products. Uh, uh, definitely, you know aspect of the 90s for us but the topic is spectrum magic da, 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 da. the parade that we grew up with <laughs> yeah oh man yeah this is definitely i mean this is my favorite parade right yeah. i can't imagine right i mean the 25th anniversary parade was also very good we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some other parades another time i imagine pretty soon but yeah spectrum magic is, is incredible it's very nostalgic and it's just so good it's chris when did this uh, parade debut so it debuted on the 20th anniversary of the park, October 1st, 1991. Synergy. Right on the day. As imagine we're almost at the 50th anniversary. This is the 20th. Yeah, that is crazy to think. So just a little background, because there really wasn't much going on in October that was worthwhile of saying. But in the year 1991, October, it was Blue Man's group first performance on the 17th of the month. We've seen them a couple times, both times in Las Vegas for me. Yeah, we saw never Vegas. saw them in Universal. No, yeah, I feel like I saw them somewhere else. Yeah. Or it was Vegas every time. They're great. Yeah, I think so. I never oh, it's see- a fun show. Yeah, I never wanted to see them in Universal because I've seen them in Vegas. Exactly. And I'm like, well, the and the show's gone there now, too. I mean, I've never even seen Cirque du Soleil in Disney World. Same kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah, we've seen it. Um, the number one song was Good Vibration. I know this one, yeah. By Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> Marky Mark. Mark. Also knows Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Great, yeah. great, great. Number one movie was Curly Sue, directed by John Hughes of Home Alone fame. Huh. And do you guys remember movies, this movie? I do not. I've, know I've never this seen one. Curly Sue. This no. one also starred Jim Belushi. Um, that's all I know. Okay. <laughs> I just saw Jim Belushi tweet something today. Number one movie in the world. Yeah. What did he tweet about? I don't know. <laughs> well, I do, but uh, I know what he was in. It might not be '90s Disney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it? I don't even. Remember. Okay. Moving it's funny on. That you brought it up. Okay, so yes, Disneyland Paris. How this all kind of came around. Disneyland Paris is brought back into the fold again. Disneyland Paris is behind What 90s project is this not involved with? Right. But uh, Disneyland Paris was being constructed, and they needed some kind of show. A nighttime uh, parade, of course. And and Disney World was coming into its 20th anniversary. And at the time, they've had the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade running for several years now. I think since 1977 was when it started in Disney World. So what they decided to do was to ship this version of uh, Main Street Electrical Parade to Disneyland Paris, to use it there, and then create something new 
for Disney World in time for the 20th anniversary. Um, so what they did, they brought in um, Don Dorsey, who uh, have we talked about before on the show? We may have mentioned him. But he did Main Street Electrical Parade's music. Yeah. So he did. He was the music designer for Main Street Electrical Parade. And what he wanted to do, he wanted to bring back the the original song that that, that uh, parade had was the, the Baroque Hoedown. Everyone knows that. So he wanted to bring that back, but just slow it down. Isn't that song good because it's fast? Yeah, right? And it has that energy that you need for a nighttime right. show. The only like good that. thing about, uh, about what, 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 light, Night Magic, what was that called? Light Magic. Light. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, wait. Uh, is that the 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 the, the Irish step dance? Yeah, one? the river, yeah. the one because Eisner saw River Dance like once and was like, "Let's <laughs> do that." The only good thing about it was that it, it had brought that the bro code up for like, like at which, the very end. I think it was upset great. people at the opening day of that show. They just reminded them of what they lost. <laughs> oh no, we missed out. It's light magic. Oh gosh, that might beat up some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Don was refused, and I think that you know probably <laughs> makes bad, sense at the time. Bad idea, <laughs> yeah. Don. Ready for some fresh new ideas. What do you got, my man? Okay. We take the thing we did last time. Half time. We slow, slow it down. down. He must have been Dawn, busy. get out. He must have been busy with other projects yeah, or right. something. I, uh, He's like, I don't have time for this. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been awful. But, yeah. I, I mean, clearly he was a bit upset about it because when they turned him down, he, he just left the project. So he was like, I'm done. So it was shut down. Don left. Um, they brought in uh, Steve Scorija, Scorija, uh, He replaced Don as the um, as the executive music director. Uh, previously, he was the musical director for Illumination. Oh, this, so, so the, the classical, the classical music, music version, classic, of Illumination. yeah, the original right, exactly. Illuminations. Correct. Which, I mean, there was there was still some original music involved with that right. too, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, uh, John Debney, he was brought in to write the theme song that we all know and love and can't get out of our heads on this magic night. Now, I never know that this song was called On This Magic. I just thought the song was called Spectrum Magic, to be honest. Like the theme. Makes sense. Yeah. So a little bit about John. He, like nowadays, he's a really well-known um, composer, musical producer. Um, he kind of started out um, in television. With Star Trek Next Generation oh. and Tiny Toons, to name, oh, name, a, couple awesome. name a few. That's awesome. <laughs> Good oh. start there, John. You know what's funny about Star Trek Next Generation? Because that's what I watched first. And I remember one of the hardest things about going into watching the original series from the 60s is that the music sounds so much older. Yeah. But now Next Generation is so old that its music also kind of sounds <laughs> old. Like, like, it's, like it's like a amount of... It's so dramatic and in your face in the 60s, right? And now even the 90s compared to how mellow everything is now. Even right. It sounds like they would never go that hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so his father was actually a Disney Studios producer as well uh, you know, before him. Louis, Louis Debney. Louis Debney. Louis or Louis, it's hard to tell. Yeah, <laughs> one of those two. So he basically grew up on the lot and was you know, well-versed in the, the Disney world. How come we didn't grow up on the lot? Well, being born in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> That's a few things for you. So he also went on to, you know, after television, he did some movies, um, including Hocus Pocus, Ooh. Emperor's New Groove, real good, mm -hmm. Elf, Iron Man 2, Bruce and Evan Almighty. Oh, God. Okay. back for this. Kind of his big one that, that really uh, got his name out there was The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, right? So kind of years. a change of format. Remember when that was the biggest movie in the world? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. But uh, yeah, I, I always knew his name because I was enamored with the Emperor's New Groove soundtrack, particularly the uh, 
Run Llama Run track. Yeah. Yeah, great jazz uh, track. He had nothing so, yeah. to do with that movie back when it was going to be a traditional Disney musical, though. Uh, hard to say, because Sting was involved a lot then, Sting too. Sting was involved then. That's <laughs> yeah, he was. Sting still has the song that credits my, my funny friend in me. Weird. <laughs> that doesn't match the tone of the film at all. But it's a good <laughs> song. And more recently, he did the live-action Jungle Book. I so like, that was... Yeah. I, I, you know, the whole hot debate, live action Disney movies. That was the best one I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked that. That one. was enjoyable, at least for the time being. Yeah. Don't know if I could watch again, but it was fun. Maybe. This was also directed by Don France. Um, and previously, he had a hand in creating the Walt Disney theatrical productions. So, mm-hmm. you know, all the early Broadway stuff he, he was involved with. So he was, he was an associate producer for like Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King. Nice. He's a three-time, this I thought was crazy. He was a three-time Guinness record holder for the world's largest maze. What? He had a company called, called and probably still does, the Amazing Maze Maze. So maze, the first maze meaning corn. Corn, corn. Yeah. yes. Okay. Clever, yeah. So a company called American Maze Company, has built. they built hundreds of corn mazes and is known as the father of the corn maze. Huh. So when you take your kids around these, you know, when things are able giant, to. Giant yeah, corn maze. Able to. Everyone needs a hobby. <laughs> That's right. And now he currently runs a production company called Towns Square Productions. Um, the show was produced by Ron Logan, who previously worked on Fantasmic. He was a producer. Uh, he directed Sorcery in the Sky. And he was also on the team that created Walt Disney Theatrical Productions uh, with uh, Don France. <clears throat> and became a, a Disney legend in 2007. He was a former vice president of Walt Disney Entertainment. So he, he's been around. Enough to even have a window on Main Street, right above the Emporium. Oh, Pretty cool. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that next time. Ron Logan. So again, this show debuted on 19, 1991, October 1st, as part of the, the Disney World's 20th anniversary. And the show time was about 20 to 21 minutes. Uh, now we can get into the important thing, that deep spectral magic the lore. Yeah. Or the juicy well, you know, lore. the Disney way, you gotta have a story. Gotta, gotta be backstory. This one has one. It's, a lot. It's Especially back then, they all like, had <laughs> stories. So the story starts with the spectral men, which you can immediately get those faces in your, your mind. I'm, I'm Burned sure into your show. mind. <laughs> <laughs> so the spectral men, they are the keepers of light. They hold all the magic to the parade, which allows it to light up. They come from a land called the, the Light Lightspiration. 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 Where everything is filled with rays of light and magical bursts now of you color. guys build up the name of this land as being completely ridiculous. Lightspiration's not that it's bad. It's just a play on, like, you know, inspiration. inspiration or, and lights. It's not, okay, okay, it's not it's that, it's kinda, not that well done. It's, it's clearly like it's they're going to like, we got to have a name for this place. Can you see light? Lightspiration. Like, lightspiration. I mean, it's not like, <laughs> look, it's not like, Anybody would know. Like, where, where was where is this info even found out at? Is it like only in the Imagineers like book when they're probably it? yeah, like, like just to help the juices yeah. flow? Is it in the liner notes of the soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> so these uh, spectrum men, they they were timid folk and afraid to come out of hiding and, and share their magical light. <laughs> <laughs> what a one to bring them out of this. Darkness of Cowardice was Mickey Mouse, of course. This is the original plot of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the Spectrum Bench is totally a bit of Kingdom Hearts. Uh, so, so Mickey, you know, all, all good, Mickey, he, he asked him to join his nighttime festival of lights and magic to share with everyone to see. Also, Mickey's like, look, we need a new parade. <laughs> we need a parade. <laughs> I, there's really a anniversary, coming, anniversary up. coming up. Help me out. Hey, Spectrum Bench. Let's go. <laughs> so they agreed. 
uh, and brought along their magical spectral balls and light trumpets to spread the joy of their magical light to everyone. It's that cheap white inspiration labor. <laughs> Hey, they work. <laughs> they move. This is why they, they didn't do their smile. <laughs> they were underpaid. Oh no! Yeah. Their their masks were forced to be taken off and uh, cutbacks. They said yes. And Mickey, he controls the light that they magically create and powers the parade through his electro ball. What he got at Spencer's? Which he <laughs> yes. hey, I think we had one of those too. We should have just brought ours and helped Mickey along. All, like those at Lava Lamps were at all, all every the rage. Had, had a store selling those. They were great. I'm not trying to. <laughs> and the thing with the, the dolphin that balances yeah. on the yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that All that ball stuff from the 90s. Man. Yep, yep. Magical. I, I would rock a Lava Lamp if I had one. Lava we, lamps, we all had our own Lava Lamp yeah, growing they all up. Got, they all got gross. We kept them around for like another 15 years after that. Yeah, it was just a solid <laughs> stream. Like, what, it didn't really to, bubble up. We're supposed to throw this away. <laughs> right? What do you do with this? So yes, Mickey controls uh, the lights with his electro ball. And he changes it from night to day or crystal to multicolor. So a bunch of cool stuff there. Uh, Jiminy Cricket, he acts as the host for the show. And I believe AJ probably has it memorized. The, the, the entire some of the narration yeah. memorized. Well, because... <laughs> So Jiminy was like that kind of pre-show hype man who was like, you know, the parade starts in 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes. Then before the parade started, it did this great thing where like the music really kicked in, the like opening fanfare of, oh, like, got of you the pumped. song. You were ready. And it, there, there's a very distinct musical cue where when it would hit, a section, of, of, yeah, and a section of the lights in that area would go out. Because they always warned you, like, you know, lighting will be reduced. Please don't move around too much for your safety. And, uh, I mean, as a kid, I knew where it was, so I'd always, like, you know, wave my hand. And they eventually started doing, like, you see cast members would grab a kid from the crowd, take him out into the street, and they have, like, a, a handful of glitter they'd give him. They told this kid, you're going to help us, you know, you, you know, do the magic. Were you ever that up. kid? No, I was too By old. By the time like too old, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is, like, when it came back the second time, which we'll get to. But, yeah, so they have the kid, like, throw up the glitter in the light. And it was really fun. Like, you know, they usually time it pretty well for well, that. What's cool is uh, if you're on Main Street, you can kind of, because I think there are, like, three different sections where this would happen. You can see, like, down further on Main Street, the lights go off. And right. You're like, ooh, it's coming. We're next. <laughs> you can kind of get built up yeah, for uh-huh. it. Oh, definitely built that anticipation. And yeah. that, that was half the fun, just sitting there like, oh, yes. This was, like, I, this I, this is, like, one of the first times where Jiminy Cricket was, like, the narrator. Because they would bring him back to do the do same wishes, exact role for wishes. wishes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, he's great at it. He, it makes a lot of it's sense. It's really the perfect, perfect character to do that. And, of course, this is where... You know, I, I, who knows if it's the, the truth of it, but, you know, it was Walt's favorite time in the park. So now everyone talks about how much Walt Disney loved Night at the Park because of this line in Spectrum Magic, which I mean, he probably <laughs> Wait, did, but yeah, right. Wait, that's know, like the source everyone has. You know who would be a good host for, for one of these now? Huh. Is Ray the lightning bug? Oh, we? Because he's the lightning <laughs> bug? Yeah. But he's uh, he's dead. He, he's gone. <laughs> <I> well, <laughs> he's been squished. I yelled at a I yelled at a walk around uh, Doctor Facilier. Oh, well, this was good. One. Tell the story. Quick tangent because it is funny how he reacted. Yeah, it was back when I was in Disneyland, and it was when Rivers of America was drained because they were building Star Wars Land, and they had to reroute that whole river. And so uh, the the Mark Twain was just a character op, and he was there a lot, and they would sometimes have time to uh, to uh, Tawan, t- Tatiana. Uh, 
No, Tatiana. Tiana. Tiana. I was like, Tiana. Like, I was, AJ, I was looking at you with desperation in my eyes. I, I didn't know where you were, where you were going. I could, uh, you trailed off. I didn't know you were trying I to I trailed off because I couldn't remember her name. And I was <laughs> looking at you desperately. Just Chris with another wrong name. Wait, yeah, where, <laughs> where did the tat come from? <laughs> Tiana. I don't you're know. thinking of uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. Okay, so never mind. Anyways, anyways, Dr. Facilier was there that day. And I solved. I just yelled at him, you're the guy who killed Ray. He went, who? And I was like, the lightning bug. Then he just kind of like brushed the under side of his shoe off and oh walked my. away. <laughs> a little, a little That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, how we laughed. Oh. <laughs> and we had a glorious time. It was good stuff. Oh, man. Anyway. So, yeah. So, now you're all pumped. And here come the floats. And they're all exciting. They're wonderful. And here's a little rundown of kind of the floats that you see on opening. So, this is opening day here. Well, within the first, you know, few months. few months here. So there's six different, like, sections. Um, the first section is Spectral Magic, the opening. And this is the one featuring Mickey Mouse and, and the Spectral Men. So it starts, you got the, the giantly, giant whirly balls, as they call them. And they're the guy, they're all, all creepy and they're dancing creepy. around. They got the big bald Moving their bodies heads, all weird. And they gyrating. And they're, they're spinning around and they're... they're they're, they're, they they're must giggling. be strapped in they're, very well because they get some G's but Yeah, they're going. too giggly. giggly. They speak their own kind of like weird uh, eclectic language. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of scatty. Yes. Yes. Scatty. One part scatty, one part nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep, so they're all you know doing their thing. You get the title float with the, the Walt Disney Presents in the old logo and and yeah. it maintained throughout well, the run I of the show logo. good logo mm-hmm. it, it, it comes up on magic. merch every now and again yeah, so yeah, it's nice here plenty yep so and then you get mickey mouse he's using his uh, electro ball with his large cape oh, yeah the cape makes up the rest of the float yeah i remember like being like a little older when i realized like oh like, like the cape just is yeah. the float why like, is there a continues. slide yeah <laughs> that, that looks fun um i guess we could talk well so the, the trumpets is the, the trumpets, all over the place. yeah. It's a little bit of a, not a point of contention, but they're kind of all over the place in the first few months here. So there's this float with about, I don't know, nine trumpet players of, of the Spectrum Men. It's like my favorite, it's one of my favorite floats. Yeah. yeah. And if, when they open, just for the first month or two, it's kind of towards the end, and we'll kind of talk about where it was before. Yeah, it's right before the final section. It's like a transition between Yeah, oh, like you said, almost right. like a way to remind you, like, hey, yeah, these people are here too, the Spectrum <laughs> Men. Don't forget. But uh, after after opening, just a couple months after opening, they moved this trumpet float towards the front, right before. The very front. Yeah, yeah, the very front. It's like what you first see. So, which it makes sense. You want a, a trumpet fanfare to announce right, the arrival? Because like we were watching a video of like pretty close to opening day, and like the first floats are just the spectral men in, on their balls. Yeah, it's kind of a weird opening. So it, then we watched the last performance, and it opens with the trumpeters. Like, yeah, that's a much yeah. stronger start. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, when you hear that theme, and it, it is trumpets. Right, it is so much <laughs> trumpets at the beginning yeah. anyway. So yeah. Yep. So after after um, Mickey, there we get the silly symphonies section. So this is section two. Uh, you have the one large float starting with that metronome that's going back and forth. And as soon as that passes, Roger Rabbit is there as the conductor. He's still he's still very much everywhere at this point. This is ninety one. Big, big yeah. fan, big this fan. This is yeah. Eisner's yeah. still continuing push to get him out there. Oh yes. Mickey. Uh, so you got uh, Goofy playing a bunch of uh, percussive instruments like timpanis and, and xylophone. Uh, the self playing harp from uh, Fun and Fa- Fun and Fancy Fun and Fancy yeah. from, yeah. from the Beanstalk. Yeah, yeah. Mickey and the Beanstalk. Good section. appearance for her. Yep. And uh, you got this this. Cool uh, standing base uh, characters. characters. Yeah, I like those guys. They're, they're, yeah, they're neat, and they're they're hitting their strengths pretty well. Yeah. Time they're Nowadays. playing along. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. 
Then you got the piano with Chippendale sliding. On I it. love this. It's it's such a, a neat effect. When I was a kid, I loved Chippendale. Uh, mm. and this 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 might have been my favorite part of of the whole thing. It there, just looked like fun. Like I wanted to set it right too. Well, and they do a smart thing when they put like a mirror on the piano, so that even though they're facing the piano, you can still see their faces reflected back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would play around and like fight yeah. over the keys. I, everything is just stuff. so well choreographed, and like the way they're sliding around the bench, and it, mm. it's such a good effect. And sometimes sometimes they're kind of sliding with each other. Other times they're kind of fighting yeah, with like each other. Yeah, like in a way, like to the music. Stuff. They have the giant, like, light up C and D on their backs. Easy to identify. <laughs> oh. You don't have to look at their nose colors. Which is hard to do in the dark. <laughs> yes. What do you know? Very smart. So so they're at the end of that second section there, and then we move on to the uh, sleepy, Sleeping Beauty Garden. This and is kind of weird because it's not, like, a fully Sleeping Beauty-themed thing. Yeah, it's just very It's, yeah, just, very it's like fairy-themed more than anything. Right, sure. it's, it's not like you, you don't even have Aurora. You don't have Maleficent. You just have the, the fairies, the, mm-hmm. the, the fairy godmothers. Or, yeah, not that's godmothers, true. Well, no, um... The good fairies. It's, yeah, you're me. right. Aurora's not part yeah, of this. Right. Not there. There's yeah. some there's some nondescript like butterfly things. Right, right. Yep. So uh, this starts off with a j- glowing uh, peacock float, um, followed by the gi- a giant dragonfly, and here you'll see a bunch of like those the walk around giant the dancers. Yeah, yeah, the dancers, the dragonflies, and, and the butterflies. Um, then you kind of move on to this the second garden. And this is occupied by the three fairies. From Sleeping Beauty, and do you guys remember their names? Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather. There you go. Did right. you look that up before? A- no, but you asked AJ earlier, and he brought up Periwinkle as one. Well. <laughs> I don't know that came from. I don't know where Periwinkle came from. <laughs> Maybe I should have guessed Mrs. Chamomile. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the third uh, kind of float on this train here has just more dragonflies kind of dancing around. Kind of a filler section here, yeah, really. It's, it's fun. It's, it's fine. enjoyable. It's, uh, I, I think, like, if this parade had come out a year or two later, this would have been a Beauty and the Beast section oh, or no something. Yeah. Yeah. More. This was 91, so, you know, the beginning of the Renaissance here. Right. It just really had Little right Mermaid. Right now, the rest of this is just Little Mermaid. Which, it, what do you know, is the, <laughs> the next section of the a Pretty long the section here, here too. Yeah, so then we have the Train of the Little Mermaid uh, floats here, which starts with just some fish, some big fish coming up. I like these fish. The one could wink at you, remember? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So there's a couple of those, and then you have Ursula going on her own her own whirly ball, like yeah, it's like a modified man. whirly ball, yeah. and tentacles and this stuff. This is cool. She would go around and harass the people watching the parade, which is always fun. <laughs> yes, yes. I always like that stuff. Yep, and then we go on to uh, Ariel. She's she's here. She's a uh, on her float, she's got that cool like. Uh, she's on like a pirate, a sunken ship. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, like, they, you see how she's like, she's the mounted. person herself is like standing, but then they have like the, the light strip of her tail kind of coming down. So it looks like she's swimming forward, like yeah. kind of like, like there's like these ripple like light like circle lights like on like them. the ceiling, like a canopy that above looks them. Like yeah. ripples, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. Oh, stuff. flounder! Look at all the humans. Yep. So yeah, yeah flounder's there. She's just he's just kind of swimming around. Uh, you got the um, uh, Sebastian puppet uh, at the time. He's conducting the, the band. And, and everyone, if, if Ariel says something about humans at one point in the parade, Sebastian comes in and does a double time version of Under the Sea real to, quick. To fit with the tempo of the Gets song. Gets you dancing for a few seconds. Pretty good. Well, this is back in a time when, like, you know, before Spotify, like, you didn't hear Under the Sea all the time. So it was very exciting to hear. I can remember one time. We were just walking the grounds of the Dolphin when we stayed there, like Under the Sea was playing, and I just remember being really excited. Oh. Yeah, before now, you just hear it watching the movie on VHS. I yeah. think by 2010, I was like, oh, here's Under the Sea for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with it. And then you have a, the creepy King Triton. With yeah, because he's a costume character. With, with his incredible uh, ribbed, shredded body. Yeah, and, he had, <laughs> and he had like fiber optic hair and beards in this first Yeah, and it was all we noticed. Yeah. I think I'm going to so go with that look. 
Yeah. Fiber optic beard? Yeah. Just paste them in there? Yeah. Gonna get a battery pack? Yeah. We can, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It'll be great. Yeah. Halloween, Mike. There you go. All right. Start I'm, working. I'm glad you're supportive. Start working out now. <laughs> Who are you? I'm King Triton. Specifically s- from Spectrum Magic, Magic in 1991. I am Spectrum Magic. 1991. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no. So next section, we got uh, Fantasia. Uh, this kind of starts... Uh, these are a lot of names that you know you don't see or, or hear a lot, but you got the hippo... Uh, hi- Hyacinth, I Hyacinth. believe. Hyacinth. Hippo, a topple platform up there. Alligator, which makes sense. <laughs> That's a little easier. Yeah, that, that one I can do. This is the dancing or dancing of the hours segment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they, there are a lot of things in there because then they also have the ostriches, just around Bacchus mm-hmm. after this, yeah. and those aren't from those the same are, segment. Yeah, and those are some neat uh, walk around characters. Yeah, the ostriches are great. It's, it's a good effect. Yeah, you, you can see like the in the hump. You can see yeah, the little where screen the where. Are. Yeah, yeah where it's, are. it's when you start looking at it and focusing on the hump as the head, and then it gets a little weird. It's like oh, in your head, head like right in your there. mind, you, you see it wrong. <laughs> yep, and yeah, it's like the head ostrich, Madame up in Nova. She's a walk around character on the first part of the float, and then you get to the next part, and you got Bacchus. He's atop his platform, and that's where the ostriches are kind of dancing around him with wine pouring down. Um, I thought there's no alcohol in the Magic Kingdom back then. Oh, uh, juice. That was my joke earlier. Yeah, well, you, you didn't stole. jump at it now. Yeah, so you're right. You it. took it. Hey, look up for grabs. <laughs> you got Diana soaring above some cloud lights up there and and coming up to probably a lot of, like, kind of their showstopper moment, uh-huh. I would say. Uh, the large mountain with uh, those Pegasus that are kind of carrying it along. Yeah. And it opens up to reveal Chernobog. And so with, good. So it's so great. Yeah, he shoots like smoke and fire. Mm-hmm. Not really fire, but like a light that looks like fire from the top. And the way the music kind of changes yeah, to you that. Get that night mm-hmm. at Bald Mountain. That, I mean, they do a good job all around here. I guess we didn't really talk about that, but like you know, it's still a symphony section. It, the theme song becomes a jazzy rendition. They start playing like they mix in the Little Mermaid songs during that. They mix in uh, Once Upon a Dream during the Beauty section. And mm-hmm. here you get the Fantasia songs, including Night on Bald Mountain, yeah. which is cool. But one thing I learned, Chris, that you're talking about that I didn't know was that there are sections of the parade route where they just don't do the effect where he opens up because it's too narrow. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. used to always think that this this float was broken a lot of time, and we were probably just watching him somewhere where he's just not allowed to open spot. Up. Yeah. We have to go to our spot that we always go to. Like, Why isn't he working again? Like <laughs> we watch it. Is it possible that you watch this parade from the same spot every time? <laughs> this here's our comfy spot. And you're going, wow. Home on the range, right? Home on the range. If it hope you guys enjoy that one. <laughs> that is probably the best part of the movie, and it leads into the song, doesn't it? Yeah, that song's also yeah, good. So yeah, best it. part of that movie, yes. Probably after the song's when they introduced that character. What was his name? Alameda Slim. Oh, my wow. goodness. What did you do with Uncle Slim? Wow. Like, oh, come on. you remember that? Come right. on. Well, I guarantee... We don't have the time for it, but I don't know if I'm you proud. could probably sing that entire song right now. That is a good song. I can, I can probably do that. that. Yes, I can probably sing okay. the whole thing. Well, there are okay. folks in this here, West who claim to be the best, and they think they wrote a book on how to wrestle. <laughs> See, he knows it. But this, they Bad guy's songs are always fun. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that is a good one, except the guy who voiced him. It's Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid is kind of a crazy person. Not coming back for the sequel, unfortunately. Home in the Rage. Neither is Roseanne Barr. Yeah, yeah. Whoops. Has Cuba Gooding Jr. been good? I think so. I don't know. I haven't heard his name in a while. I don't know. He's fine. Next. Next. Well, we're up to the grand finale now. <laughs> Last. <laughs> the grand finale. Here we are, yes. So after that great moment with Trainer Bob, we're at the finale. Uh, this is kind of three big separate sections that they have. 
Uh, the first section, it's a big platform with towers, and this features the three little pigs. And what's cool, like you, you were saying, Mike, the, the pig in the front has this paintbrush, and it's like he's he's painting the floats. Right, so, so one of the... so. All the floats from this point, all the characters, all their lights change from white to multicolor. Except there's two buckets, and one is all like the white lights, and one is the multicolor. Like it looks like it's spilling. Yeah, out. and when yeah. it's time to transition, he'll kind of, he'll literally like dip his paintbrush in these lights and, and kind of like kinda waving, waving it, yeah. it around. It's cool too that you had the three little pigs. You actually have the the big bad wolf in front of walker, them. Yeah. And uh, we should say too. So this was originally where the trumpet. Spectrum right, and right yes, was. Yeah. All right, Chris, you wanted to, you wanted to try to catch us off guard. Where are the names of the three pigs? Oh man, eight pork, porky. No, <laughs> oh, come on, you got you know the one practical, practical pig. I don't remember. I the forget other. the other two. I know right. practical pig. It's cool, it's cool to see them here because I, I mean that was a big deal. Was the three little pigs? Oh yeah, that was, a, short. Yeah. that was a huge hit for yeah. them. For for a long time, and they they wrote that for a while. Yeah, too. that was their big. That was really their big thing until Snow White, really. Yeah. Yep. So yep. So we had them. They're changing the colors. Uh, we go on to Cinderella's carriage, and this features Cinderella, of course. And more importantly, Jack and Gus Gus. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Gus Gus. <laughs> Chris, you are the mo- Chris is Gus Gus. I do like Gus Gus. You he's, are he's Gus. Gus. <laughs> <laughs> that was my roommate in college's favorite line. <laughs> We got the Queen of Hearts next in the labyrinth with Alice and the White Rabbit inside. And Queen of the Hearts is a walk-around character along with Mary Poppins. They're both British. Yeah, both (laughs) British. It works. Well, Mary Poppins is at least next to the second part here, which is the giant carousel. Yeah, and there's some animals are going on the carousel that you probably recognize. Also, like Dumbo. There. There. I also love on like above the carousel, you can see these little like pictures from scenes in the classic movies. Like there's like a little scene of Bambi, yeah, right. yep. and stuff like that. Yeah, like a donkey from um, uh, from Pinocchio, Pinocchio is there. Oh, really? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not a very happy moment. I, I, yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. <laughs> Terrifying, actually. Yes, grand <laughs> scheme. Uh, third sec. Yeah, so that's John Carousel. We've got the third section here. The tower with the evil queen and Captain Hook, and they're on uh, this really neat looking float that has like the, you know, the ship and everything. It's it, shoot, it shoots smoke out, it shoots like smoke. And it's, it's, it's like really like it shoots it pretty far too, yeah. like right into the crowd. Yeah. Did you uh, once see uh, Peter Pan do some shenanigans? Yeah, I was gonna save that for the stories at the end, but it is my favorite memory. But we'll get to. Oh, well, yeah, okay, we'll get right. to that. Yeah, it's still my thunder. <laughs> my cannon, cannon thunder. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Moving on. We got Dopey in a diamond mine, Pinocchio, because no, well, well, they have the uh, seven, the other seven dwarfs is walking, yeah, around, walking around, around there. Dopey is too important for that. He's got his own <laughs> thing going on. That's right. Uh, Pinocchio and Geppetto, they're at a little pleasure island. Yeah, and we've also earlier Geppetto was a walk around too, and yep, later, yeah, later he would on. be on the float. Mm-hmm. Give the old man a break. Yep, his legs are tired. We got more towers here coming in the rear, featuring Minnie and Donald, and uh, Pluto's walking around. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see those three. That that's all they get at the end here. You got Mickey, pretty big in the beginning. Goofy's part of that one section. Yep. Not much for Donald. Or no Mickey. Daisy. No, no Daisy. No, yeah. No, yeah. Well, this is, I feel like this, is well, this is before they re. Like, this was Fab Five pre-Sensational well, Six. You didn't get Daisy much until they cast What's Her Face to be her voice, and all of a sudden she was. Trust me, now. Yeah. 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 That's right. And coming in last is Jimmy Cricket, giving a little bit of a goodbye. Thank you. So long. so long. Yeah, and this again is a puppet. And uh, that's it. Those are the floats. Pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's a good show, it turns out. In 20 minutes. Yep, so so let's talk about the technology that's kind of used around uh, this show. Because this, this is where Chris's time, engineering degree comes in. Yeah, handy. a little bit. <laughs> it wasn't a, a lighting designer. You are an electrical engineer. Are you at a, a spectrical engineer? <laughs> 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 
Big hit with AJ. <laughs> all right, all right. Go Come ahead. On. Ignore him, Chris. Yeah, you're good. Calm down. Oh, Ignore man. him. Go. What so, about this so John, John Happ fellow? John Happ, he was part of a creative entertainment and was part of the project lighting. He was a project lighting designer. So he's kind of like, you know, the guy to thank for a lot of this, you know, what came about. Uh, each section has a specific effect that would activate at musical cues, which is really why, you know, everything is so, it syncs so nicely with these musical cues as soon as you, it starts right away at the pre-show, you know, the da-da-da like you yeah. talk. Lights changing from, you know, white to color is a good example of that. Um, the technologies that are used, the lighting technologies, there's electro-illuminescence, uh, flow oh, neon, good. not entirely sure what that is. Pro- <laughs> probably more like if you look at the, the chest plates, of the um, well, neon's a, a, a you know gas in a tube. Yes, yeah. I, I assume it's like like uh, flow neon to me means like it, you could like think of a lightsaber lighting up. I'm yeah, to, I'm yeah. trying to think where you'd see that prominently in the show, but well, that'd the, be my guess. Of this kind next of one, this it's Quantix. It's a military uh, developed lighting tech, and this is kind of more like the like the chest piece of the Spectrum Men, mm-hmm. the wings on the um the butterfly, the butterfly walk arounds. Yeah, so it's not like the individual bulbs. It's more like that spread of light that you see. Holographic, prismatic film, fiber optics, uh, light spreading, thermoplastics, you sound all like kinds Fig of good stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically disco balls. They, there are disco balls. Yeah, in the but show like, as well. there's literally like like the, the, that's the stuff that's on disco balls. They, they put it on the costumes to help. Yeah, enhance to help the light. reflect that light and stuff. The thermoplastic. <laughs> so he uh, created his own little thing for for Mickey's cape that he called the confetti of light. And this is the effect, again, that he called for that cape. It's a 24-step cascade of lights down his cape and goes back up 17 feet. Kind of neat to know that that cape is 17 feet long. What's Mickey right. do when he gets off the float? Just walk around with that thing? It's like Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, it uses uh, xenon flashlights and mirror balls. Xenon so. girl of the 24th century. Yeah, that's Remember? right. Exactly. Remember that Disney Channel original movie, AJ? I do not. You may be a little old for that. To be clear, to clear, <laughs> my my probably, wife likes that. She, she would understand. Yeah. Uh, produces 6 million beam candlelight. Six million beam and a typical flashlight is one hundred twenty-five. So it's like when people that say things are horsepower. Horses? The cool thing, like you know, if like in a foggy night and you have like a, a flashlight, you shine yeah. it up and you see. So mm-hmm. it's, this float also is producing a lot of you know kind of smoke and, and mist effects, and these lights are they're in such a way that they kind of like those mini flashlights that will do that effect. So when you really look at it and you see the smoke, you kind of see like these prisms of lights coming up. It's mm-hmm. pretty neat if you really stare at it. Costumes, they contain a metallic sections to reflect the light like you were talking about, yep. AJ. Each costume, they're lined with uh, those tiny lights. Later on, they'd be LEDs, which are much more efficient. Uh, they probably loved using these, just not having yeah, to replace them really as yeah, much. Longer lasting. Yep. And each costume and, um, and float would have their own battery pack. With an RFID transmitter, so just radio frequency transmitters to sync the costumes with the audio track itself. So you can see, like when you look at the uh, the butterflies, for example, like where, where their wings are in the back, there's like a, an obvious hump and just a little hang of fabric, and that's yeah. covering up this battery pack. Now, I yep. mean, think about this. Think of what kind of battery packs in 1991. <laughs> a lot of double A's. You needed to, <laughs> to power this show because oh, you know we crazy. say it's a 20 minute show, but we're not we're not quite clear in how long it took to go from like the full parade route for a float. Yeah, it's gotta be longer. Yeah, like how do you get batteries that power like those lights that long? And then you got to recharge them or replace them every night. Like that's crazy. Those four cast members having to charge us every night. I don't think. They oh, I do forgot it. them. 
<laughs> I don't think you were in charge of your own. I want to take sure your battery, so I'm in charge of yeah, your right. Plug them in. Plug them in. We're relying on you. Uh, each float has their own like set of zone speakers, and this is where like those big musical cues like Chernobog Mountain and, and or Bald Mountain come out for Chernobog. Uh, used for character voices as well, and all those other special effects. So these tracks they're played in sync using what's called DTMF tones, and these are called it's dual tone multiple frequency. And it's the same technology. Remember back in the day for a, a, a rotary phone, you'd spin or you and know do the clicks and yeah. do the clicks and all that. This basically replaces that. So it's just like a, a two-way kind when of frequency. When you dial a phone, those sounds you hear correlate. The, the frequency of that sound correlates to a number. Like yeah. That's how phone dialing yep. worked. And this mm. frequency on the floats, once it's interact with their FAD tag and, and all that, talks back to a computer in the Utilidor section in a place called the Digital Animation Control System. Oh, and what's that's... really cool about this is that there's an antenna on the castle for this tree frequency transmission, which is what I thought was kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, where the, is the that broadcast antenna? from yeah, the castle, yeah. Uh, the lighting systems uh, were mostly controlled using uh, PLCs, Programmable uh, Logic Controllers, which we use uh, at work all the time. So those I could tell you. See, this is why we <laughs> have <them here. laughs> uh, Chase units used as well. These are more, they're not like smart devices or anything. Well, smart and as far as 1991 goes. These are just like the, the they twinkle, they blink, they flash. They, they do their thing. Uh, there's no really, you know, synchronization to that at all. A uh, couple, you know, interesting random facts. I got a lot here, but we'll do some of the more interesting ones. A uh, total number of, of um, units. There's 29 uh, floats and seven whirly pods. Or there's seven. With those guys kind of dancing around. Well, or, those and then Ursula and... The Ursula. and- would, would some of the fish count as a whirly oh, pod? Yeah, yeah, some of the smaller ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Total weight, 258,000 pounds. That's pretty good. 17 tons, yeah. A lot of, yeah, a lot of batteries, 948. Man, the cost in batteries alone that that's they had crazy. to go through when those that's things would crazy. die. And, so the Chernobog's the longest unit, huh? Yep, long, with the wingspan of 30 feet, which makes sense. You can't do any of those turns like we were saying. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> Shortest unit is the, the bubble fish. Uh, probably the probably the one you know right before the Little Mermaid area. Still seven and a half feet. Uh, that's pretty yeah, good. That's, that's pretty good. I like this. What widest unit is the peacock? The peacock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In front okay. of the garden. Yeah. yeah. Front. Thinness uh, is the bubble fish again. Man, it's bubble fish. Bringing it's out all the all the stats here. Tallest unit, the carousel. That makes sense. Which also had the most lights yeah. of any float. Twenty four feet. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You don't realize it looking at it, but yeah, it's big. I guess. Oh, I take that back. Largest unit. Oh, well, yeah. Largest unit was the title unit. So. This isn't the tallest. This is the yeah. largest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the one with that logo, right? Is that a title unit? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's right. Total number of audio speakers, 204. Um, what else? Total number of audio batteries, 112. So impressive stuff. There's a lot going on here. Lot of total, total cast, 118. Performers, Man, that's, float that's drivers, crazy. coordinators, and valets. Most, what's the most used color beside white? Blue. Blue. Number of miniature lights, 600,000. These are all fun stuff. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting facts there. Um, so, you know, the show's running. It's it's a hit. People love it. Um, it probably, is beloved. Yeah, it is beloved. It's not like, a, oh, I guess we got to live with this, you know, for a while now or it's anything. It's not light magic. It's not light not magic. Light magic. <laughs> um, so it's going along, doing its thing. Um, in May 20th, 1999, it was, there was a planned hiatus. It was the end of its initial run. And this was coming around with the Millennium Celebration, which we've talked about before. But this is more of an impact on it in the Magic Kingdom. So they decided for the celebration to bring back the Main Street Electrical Parade, 
which I, I remember this. I remember a lot of talk. I remember being very upset. I, well, we at this point, I had never seen it, so I was there was a curiosity, yeah. and then it was like, okay, bring back Spectrum Magic because we knew the song, we heard it all the time, and the, the CDs we had, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, it, it's just us being '90s kids, but I do not like Main Street Electrical Parade nearly as much. Yeah. So Disneyland Paris was still using the ones that Magic Kingdom had originally, so they brought these out from from Anaheim. So what would Anaheim have have? Probably just Anaheim? nothing. Well, light magic, maybe actually. But that had been light magic. Might have been that, that time. Might have been around that time. Yeah, to be honest. yeah that sounds about right. So this Close might have been. It. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, that didn't work, and maybe that's so. I, I, I'm not sure why Spectrum Magic came back so fast. I don't know if it was Anaheim needed Major Electrical Parade back right away. I don't know if it's that. Yeah. It was, this was always just a limited engagement, so that they could work on Spectrum Magic and add some of the things we're about to see. But yeah, whatever it is, uh, th- thankfully, uh, Main Street Electrical Parade wasn't at Magic Kingdom too long here. Yep, yep. So once the Millennium Celebration was over, uh, the show returned on October 2nd, 2001, with the same music uh, and floats. There were some some minor changes. Nothing was too drastic, really. There wasn't like a rework of the show or anything. He says as he's about to read this first indignation. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the biggest, technically, is just the one you know, you, LEDs The most noticeable one. Yeah, that you can notice here is that is R- Roger Rabbit Ooh. is replaced as the conductor with the genie, and it's it's, it's Dan Castellaneta doing the voice, Rob, and he Robert was still kind of on the outs with them at this right, point, right? And he does fine, but particularly this performance, I don't know what it is. It it, it sounds more Homer. It than sounds usual. more Homer than usual. Exactly. It, I mean, it's hard to hear a bit just because there's so much other stuff going on. But, but it's a good fit, and it, you know we know what was going on with Roger Rabbit. At this right. Point. I understand I why know, they wouldn't want to use it. I know. It sucks, it's a it's a logical and fine change, but boo. Mm-hmm. This one was kind of cool. Originally, Sebastian, we mentioned this quickly. Sebastian and Jiminy, they were always puppets performed by a cast member. And they were very clearly, when you watch a later uh, video, replaced with anima- animatronics. Simple animatronics. Simple animatronics. Very simple, yeah. Um, this one's kind of neat. That, so the three fairies, they were they were always on the one of the three train floats yeah, during the Sleeping float. Beauty garden. And when they came back, they were all put on their own float. And I get, this is probably the biggest change. And then they were fighting over changing the color of the, the three floats that Just they like were on. Just like at the end of the mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, that was a pretty was big pretty change. good. But again, it's one like I wouldn't have probably remembered. Like when I saw this again, I was like, oh, there's probably always like that. I don't yeah. remember. When. And so the show's been up. And then in 2007, there's another kind of uh, big change, cosmetic change. Uh, this is for the Spectrum Men. They took rid of their creepy masks and made them... Just have creepy paint with deadpan expressions on instead. Yeah, that's the one. That, the one, the ones on the whirly balls emoted a bit more, but like the trumpet guys, they like just yeah, they just. It, and I watched a few videos with this, and they're all like deadpan. Like they were told mm-hmm. you must look like this, which is a little strange. Yeah, it's weird. I think I prefer it actually with the faces, like the the classic. At least they were smiling. Faces. I mean, it's but they're both kind of creepy. But I'll yeah, think I'll take yeah. yeah, I'll take the f- masks. <laughs> So June 5th here comes around. The show's been running. Everyone's happy. Yay, it's good. June 5th, 2010. 2010. Uh, this was another planned hiatus, planned hiatus that was uh, coming about. There was event, an event in uh, Magic Kingdom called Summer Nighttastic. Do you guys remember this at all? Not really. Well, yeah, we probably didn't come during this time. but yeah, so We might have. <laughs> yeah, just not big enough. But it occurred um, and came back with a temporary run of the Main Street Electrical Parade. So it was a big thing, like, oh look, it's back. Come, you know. They come always to the park. use those major. I feel like every five, every like five years, like major electrical parades coming back somewhere. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. There's even that commercial that was run. You remember that? Yeah, with, uh-huh. that was for Disneyland not too long ago. Yeah, they brought it back. Yeah. 
So, yeah, this was meant to run only for that summer, so just like a 90-day period. But when they stored the floats, they stored them in this, like, improper conditions. It was just like, you know, a large tent, essentially, that was enclosed. But it wasn't climate-controlled. Um, the, the Florida, you know, weather still kind of beat on it pretty Maybe good. And there was termite damage, yeah. And that was really the biggest thing, the termite damage, because that just structurally just isn't sound anymore. Uh, so since Main Street Electrical Parade was, you know, doing so well, people were, weren't really complaining <laughs> about it. It worked. And it was recently refurbished was. at Disneyland before they got it. So it was all working very so well. So it was all working great, you know, and all that. Um, so really, they just kind of never brought it back from there. There were always kind of there were always rumors um, that it was gonna eventually, you know, get worked on and, and bring and come back. Uh, November 2012. And this is cool. There's a picture of this during the one and dine half marathon. They had a couple of floats displayed for the runners on the route. Yeah, to just see. like out on I guess the, the ones that were spared. Yeah. some of the termites. Yeah, and the one in the picture here is the uh, the Chippendale uh, piano. It's weird because it's just like out there, lit up with no characters on it. Yeah, yeah it, it's out. strange. Just chilling. They do that kind of stuff though. For the I did the Star Wars one once, and it is it's neat. You see a lot of interesting stuff and some behind you know backstage things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, seeing this and this picture got put all over the forum. So people are like, "Ooh, it's coming back. They're doing something." But uh, final nail in the coffin kind of came here in April 2013. There was a Disney blog post for a new uh, parade that was coming called Festival. Festival of Fantasy. And this parade was going to have a daytime and kind of just a nighttime version. Like a yeah, dusk like a version. version. Yeah. yeah, which just was not nearly it. as like light up incredible as like a full on night parade. Right. Yep. And at this point, you know, there were, you know, sayings going on that, oh, I saw parts in these dumpsters and yeah, it's over. And July 2013, Disney officially announced it was not returning. Three years after that last performance. It's a shame it never had like a really big, proper send-off. Huh? Yeah. Right. Like, people so- came out for that, like, final performance for the hiatus, and that was it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of times hiatuses end up being permanent 20,000 leagues says hi. Yeah. I'd say there's usually a bit more of like a, yeah, there's, there's well, no way this is coming especially back. Especially these days. They, I think they, they've learned like to give things its, its due at the end, right, or else yeah. you're going to face like, some backlash. Great movie ride. They did a lot when that was closing. Yes, yeah, yes, they, they had, had merch and everything. On. Right. So the, it's the way to do it. It's fun. better now about this. Guy. I think before the... the well, with Toad, they were worried there was going to be actually like protests and stuff. That was they one of like the wanted, early, early oh, yeah. ones. Yeah, but then they think they realize if you give if you throw a bone at people, they'll yeah. be okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the that's the Spectral Magic Parade that we all love. But the one thing, so kind of talking like a little bit of the legacy of it. This really is one of those like rare occurrences where what replaced the previous thing was liked as much or even more. Than what was there before, so right. this replacing Main Street Electrical Parade, and I think it, a lot of it has to do with when you were born and if you're more of a it, Disney it, World yeah, or Disneyland for sure, guy. Right. But yeah, I mean, I give me Spectral Magic any day. Yeah, we're a bit biased because you know we're '90s kids, so this. Mm-hmm. But this it, thing was this so is great. what we grew up with. Now you 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 have here the they 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 would do this every so often when things close the piece of Disney history collection of pins. Yeah. I have one of these. Yeah, I do I need too. To, I need to find it. Do you know who's on? Do you know what you have on it? I think. Technically, it's from I want to say the Three Little Pigs section. Mine, I probably it's so interesting. It, it, it is could, neat. I think it's got like some plastic out of a bin. M- mine yeah, is, this a, is totally a tiny, from Magic. Yeah. Mine is a little piece of the uh, Big Bad Wolf costume. I think that might so be. So it's mine. probably we, what, we probably bought the, yeah, same, the same time. time. Yeah, and it's probably one of the things that they 
made a lot. It probably was just one section they made a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they, cool. they've done that even beyond this, haven't they? I have a Star other... Tours one from yeah, the original yeah, yeah, Star yeah, Tours. That's right. Before it's it was kind of neat. You know, I like it's that. A, it's a way to get I mean, 12 bucks out of me. They should have done that with the uh, Illuminations barge. Give me yeah, a, right? Give me that pin. Give me some of that. Yeah, and, and again, like, you know, the music is just something that you hear and you're immediately kind of brought and into the, that yeah, spectrum magic I world. Remember, yeah. I, I think it was the 25th anniversary album, which was a great album. They had that piano version of this. That who, they, who did I say did it? Uh, David Benoit. I told you yes, I remember. Yes, I think you remember. Yeah, right. but uh, and it, that is a It's fantastic. a very lovely piano medley that um, he works in the part of your world bit to that particular medley, but it's just piano with a little bit of orchestration. Very calming. Didn't you have this play at your wedding or something? No, uh, no, we danced to uh, We Go On from <laughs> Illuminations. Close. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, and the lyrics are great, too. Like, on this magic night, we cast a spell that won't be broken. Yeah, that, that, that part of the won't. children's choir kind of comes in for a little bit at the end there. It's, yeah. so really, it's really good. It's really well, this, good. The, the show got an entire album yeah. uh, released. They did that for a lot of these back. Fantastic. Yeah, Wishes got one. I remember the first time that didn't happen was when I saw um, World of Color at at California Adventure. Yeah, I remember yeah, we were like shocked. Desperately looking for the album and there just wasn't one. And I'm like, oh. You wanted that Hellfire section. But, um, yeah, so what kind of memories? I, I, I teased the what story. I'll tell it now, yeah, I guess. So this is, this is, I don't know if it was the first time we saw it. It was early on. I remember sitting on Main Street around around the, the, the cinema and and uh, the part with Peter Pan and Captain Hook comes by and I'm sitting on the curb and Peter Pan walks by and he starts like shaking my hand or something and right then, the cannon blast goes off like on, like in my face, and I just like froze. <laughs> I'm sure I had some goofy, you know, eight year old Adriminati look on my face, and Peter Pan just starts laughing. <laughs> I was like, okay, no goofier just, than 36 year old. Yeah, no, pretty, pretty 37 now. <laughs> oh, Thank sorry, you very much. yes. So why I, am I correcting you on this? Yeah, <laughs> you're on the other way. So I think I actually remember when we saw this the last time that first hiatus. I think we knew it was going away. And for I don't know how we knew that, but I think we did because I, I know I have this memory of being sad that this was probably I thought this might be the last time we were gonna ever see it. I remember like getting really sad because they do that lyric like on this magic night we cast a spell that won't be broken. Like, <laughs> it's breaking. <laughs> but then, then I remember when it came back just how happy and excited I was that that because I I didn't know if it was gonna come. Like I said, hiatuses are sometimes permanent. Yep. So it sucks that it went away, but we got an extra. Like uh, nine years or something out right. of it, which yeah. was great. Well, did you guys have a favorite spot to watch it from? I mean, probably, probably just right in the main stretch of, of Main Street. Yeah, middle of Main Street. Really? I like that thing where you see the lights flying down. Turnabout can and stretch Turnabout out can there. Stretch, yeah. Well, it's good if you're if you're down by the end where the turnaround is in front of the train station. You could always kind of like see like more of it. Like like you had a, mm. a full view of yeah. lights now, and stuff. That, tra- that train. I mean, that Main Street spot's always annoying to reserve for yourself. You right, it's early. a little popular. Right. You know, you, you always sometimes you go slum it over in Frontierland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it always <laughs> is a little weird watching it in Frontierland. It's right. Yeah, well, we just never yeah watch parades over in that area. Sometimes, well, well, was what? Well, sometimes we'll catch them waiting for you guys to do Splash Mountain to be. Yeah, honest. well, I was just yeah. gonna say like, what was neat was kind of not on purpose, but if you happened to do Splash Mountain and the parade was going on, and yeah, see you're it up right because you kind of get this little overhead view of it in yep. certain parts. You're right. And, and you're something right. else with this because we were still fairly young and we thought we were clever and doing something unique. They always did two two shows of this during the night at night. Yeah. So, so you and I were like, oh, well, we saw it already. While well, they're all seeing Spectrum Magic, we'll go. Yeah, the lines will be short and stuff. Yeah, else. and they were. They yeah, were. And it worked. Usually stand no, it doesn't matter. I would usually stand around and watch the parade again. Yeah, right. That wasn't going on. So, so you had something to do. Yeah, because usually the, the, the way they scheduled everything, and especially in the summer and the busy periods, was like a 9 o'clock parade, 
10 o'clock fireworks and an 11 o'clock parade. So yeah, like you try to like see that first parade and then you just did stuff. There was a mm-hmm. long stretch there, man, where you had Spectrum Magic and Wishes happening. Yeah. And that was good fantastic. Pretty, that was a great good time. Times. Yeah, Jiminy Cricket on both with some, mm-hmm. some continuity. Some synergy, yes. Yeah, but and that was that was some incredible nighttime offerings. Yes. It was fun. And I don't think I ever went and thought, oh, I don't need to see Spectrum Magic. No, it was always, <laughs> always a must do. It was always something I look forward like, to like, every time. I don't trip. need mm-hmm. to do Fantasmic every time I go to studios, honestly. Mm, that kind of well, thing. it's a bit more of a hassle, too, doing that right. compared it's to a per- it's, 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 a, it's a big it's time a commitment. commitment. Yeah. It's a big time commitment. So, but yeah, this is. But a, it was up there with seeing fireworks. You did fireworks, right. you did the parade. Mm-hmm. What's the best nighttime uh, spectacular then? Wishes, this, or Illuminations? The Millennium one. Oh, I mean, you're, you're doing a parade yeah, you, and two fireworks. I don't know if I can't both, compete oh, with the fireworks. Oh, show. come on. They're both it different. Can't. All right. Well, if you say so. I don't think. What do you can. think? Illuminations. But I mean, I, yeah, think I mean, if you're putting a gun to my head, yeah. I mean, it's sure. I'm just... I mean, it's the best parade. Let's give you, it yeah. that. What do you guys think of Paint the Night? I've I never s- seen it. I saw it in Disneyland. I think with you, Mike. Um, yeah, you guys went. I, I, don't, I, I think the first BlizzCon you went to. Yeah. And honestly, it was fun, but I don't remember a whole lot. I like Paint the Night a good bit. I'm surprised because I think they moved it to a different park pretty quickly. I'm not even sure where that is now. But I liked Paint the Night. I was surprised that. Uh, is this still running? And dis- and dis- I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think it got moved somewhere else. It's not. It's not well, in it's, the US. Like I said, it's interesting. Like ever since Festival of Fantasy, they do like a Twilight performance, but I feel like they're just so focused now on on fireworks and projection shows that mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be doing nighttime parades <laughs> anymore. So sad because there were rumors too when Paint the Night would come to Disney World. Yeah, I would. I mean, but, even if I thought it was fine, I was excited. But and think about it, like you know, we talk about the 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 battery cost. I mean, even in 2021, that's still a concern. Yeah, batteries are still and, there. You know, why are you gonna why are you gonna do this? You know, huge electrical extravaganza. You could do. You know, it's not like Festival of Fantasy is cheap. Like, don't don't get yeah. me that way. But you do that, like, you know, seven o'clock. And then at nine o'clock, you do your your fireworks and your yeah, projection. But, I mean, like you said, it's yeah. really there just to keep people there all night, and you have the projection show to kind of do right. that now. So, right. so this is where we paint the night to me. So it actually opened in Hong Kong Disneyland first in 2014, and it's still there. And then they oh. opened a Disneyland version, so they made a second version. What, was it part of the the 60th right at Disneyland? Wasn't that 2015? You're correct. That's okay. right. So it's that there, and then it was only in Disneyland for three years, and then DCA and then it went to DCA. And then, close, like, yeah, so Paint the Night, which was a very good parade, ran for, like, three years there. Well, they, they kept saying it was only resort. for the Diamond Celebration, right, which was well, kind of strange. why? They made this whole, like, why not move, then take it to Disney World well, or And that was else. always yeah. the rumor, and that would have been great, but... Yeah, it's just weird to me, so those Something those floods are rotting away somewhere now, too, I'm right. sure. Maybe right, maybe they learned the, their lesson. That's a good parade. Do something with that. Yeah. That's weird to me. Yeah. I like Paint the Night. Oh, I mean, well, well we can, magic. We can I like do a... I like it more than Maestro Electrical Parade. And again, at oh. Disneyland, that's, wait, wait. that's when it what got did replaced. You say? I like Paint the Night more than Mystery Street Electrical Parade. Oh, my you goodness. better believe it. So, yeah, so, so can I kind of admit one of my, my Disney knows? I'm not a huge fan of Main Street Electrical Stop Parade. It. Stop. It's, it's fine. It's fine. fine. Here's the thing. That song is way too repetitive. I what? like the song. I like the song for 30 seconds. It, no. it just repeats I used to listen to it on and listen, car rides all the, the time. The, the, the stereo symphonic sounds of the 70s. Are still music to my ears. No, it's not. It's Literally. a bunch of old computers you, beeping you, and booping. You, you, you don't freak out for the Elliot float? That's, all. that's like, like, yeah, that's, that's a good cool. part, but like, I've never seen you know Peach I, Dragon, okay? Remember <laughs> that's when, all I know of that. Remember, not even the live action one. Remember no. when uh, for the premiere of Hercules, they ran the 
parade in through New York, New York yeah. and they had a they added a Hercules float, and it's weird that they never just added that like to the kept actual it parade. in permanently. They, yeah. added some, they added some other sections to it over. All the right, time. well, we're gonna have a half we'll episode talk, right, here we'll, with yeah, parade, we'll do the, pr- the parade throwdown. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. All right. Yeah, else? the throwdown. I like that. Anything else we want to say about Spectro Magic? No, just yeah, it's great. Good yeah, memory it. seeing uh, the show. It's real, it, real good. It was part of our you know yearly trip. That that was one of the defining features of '90s Disney for us. Definitely always. I mean, because it really was there pretty much throughout all the '90s. Yep. And had a good run in the 2000s. And then some. It was, a good, it was good stuff. All right, then. Cool. AJ, uh, so next month is our April episode. Last time you had the yeah, April we, episode. We've set precedent here that so we you, do something you, a little off book. You, you played against the rules. Our rules is that Disney <laughs> in the 90s. Last time you did Disney in the 2000s. Ooh. Kind of. So I must Such insist, AJ, this time, you must stay in the 90s. We will have no more of your tonfoolery. 90s only. Very well, Mr. <laughs> Minotti. We'll stay in 1999. What happened Around the Florida entertainment Ooh. areas in the 1999 time frame. Something pretty great, to be honest. <laughs> Competition, Mike. Oh, no. Competition's coming oh, no. for you. Yes, that's right. We're doing the... Universal's Islands of Adventure. Now, obviously, we could do a whole podcast on that park, but we're going to do like do a quick run. We're going to do a one episode that's going to try to hit all the major themes. Really, what I'm going to try to explore is a lot of the uh, imaginary poaching that we've talked about in the past with things like Dino oh, Land. Yeah, it's a good idea. Because they uh, they needed a lot of people to make that park. It's interesting. It was big. It was a big, like, e-ticket filled park. And, and a lot you know? changed a like, couple years Kingdom, before. Right? Excuse me, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what you meant. But yeah, and th- well, this whole park was supposed to be a cartoon theme park only. Yeah. So uh-huh. And that, that was well into development, too. Yeah, I mean, fun. they were already building stuff. Yeah, yeah we'll, uh, we'll have things to talk about. Yeah, we, 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 were there. we were there in 99, I think. Or 2000, yeah. at least. We were there pretty early. We stayed at uh at the, the Dolphin that year. Yeah, that's right. Because I remember the bellhop ashamedly telling us how good it was. He's like, he's not, he's not like an official Disney employee. No, he, I remember, he, he, I remember he, his exact words. I'll never forget this. He says to me, he says, you guys going to go to uh, the new Universal Park? And I was like, yeah, I think we're going to go over there for a day. He goes, oh, I hate to say this working for Disney and everything, but it blows away anything we have here. And I was like, we well, kind of thought that, that for a little bit too, to be honest. Yeah, well, you, you didn't want to admit. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get into yeah. it. We'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, so All right, uh, then. look forward to that, please. And like I said, I think, I think we'll... Sorry, we didn't have a bonus episode for you last month, but I think we will do the uh, the parade. Yeah, a little throwdown. I, I like that terminology, so that, that'll be fun coming up here. February's a short month, you know? It's a short month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for listening to 90s Disney, everybody. You can find more of us at 90sdisney.com, 90sdisney.com. Subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Find past and future episodes, and find uh, where you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook, where we have the best memes. It's true. I'm Only they're pretty us good. Memes. There's one. Chris didn't get the Dungeon Dragon. I got like it. I just didn't think it was that good. <laughs> so it was good. It was. It was more popular than the uh, than the. Uh, what was the other meme I put up there? I, I explained what it was, and you're like, you don't get it. Like, well, no, Chris, I get you. What it is. Chris, nothing. Nothing hurts a joke more than ha- having you explain it. Like, is it funny because he's rolling a dice and a one shows up, and then the car crashes? I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't think you get Is it. Is D&D you say humor you a big it, thing? You don't get it. I didn't get why it was that funny. You That's what I didn't get. All right, get it out of Hey, you can shoot us an email at 90sdisneypodcast at gmail.com. 90sdisneypodcast at gmail.com. Until then, let us know. Did you like Universal better than uh, any Disney parks in 1999? Maybe you mm. did, and then... You know, Animal Kingdom showed up. Did yeah. that bring you back? Let, I don't know. Let us know, too, if you liked Main Street Electrical Parade more Special Magic. Or yeah, way around. tell me how wrong I am. Come at me, bro. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you right here next time on 90s Disney. 
Bye-bye. On this magic night, farewell. Farewell.